Welcome to this week's episode of The Running Effect with Dominic Schleter. I'm your host, Dominic, and if you're new to the show, welcome. If you've listened to the show before, welcome back. If you guys could do me a massive favor, it really helps the show out a lot if you subscribe to the show, share it with your friends, and most importantly, give us a five-star review on Spotify. That way, the podcast goes out to people who haven't discovered the podcast, and hopefully we can help them to chase after their goals and inspire them to chase after those goals. Speaking of my guests on today's show, people who will help inspire you to reach and chase after your goals. I speak today with Lex and Leo Young, who are twins and attend Newberry Park High School in California. For those who aren't familiar with Lex and Leo, which I'm sure like 99% of you are familiar with them, they are two of the most dominant high school distance runners ever to come out of the United States and the scary thing is that they're only juniors. So in this conversation we kind of go across their career, how they got started in the sport of running, what it's been like having Nico Young as their older brother, how they have dealt with the pressure of being a young star and then we also do a fun little segment where we do twin trivia as I called it to figure out which twin knows the other one better and also answer your unique listener questions. So I don't really have too big of an introduction for this one. I guess the episode speaks for itself. We just cover a lot of topics, a lot of fun ones, a lot of interesting ones, and Lex and Leo definitely give a lot of great insight into their careers and what makes them so successful. So with all that being said, I hope you all enjoy this episode as much as I did. Special thanks to Lex and Leo for coming on the show. You guys can definitely expect to hear them back on the podcast again because we would love to have them back on and uh, I think we're going to get them back on in the future to do another episode or another project or something. So make sure you you, uh, subscribe for that but without further ado here's my amazing conversation with Lex and Leo. Welcome to the show Lex and Leo it's a pleasure to have you both on and it's been a dream of mine to have you guys on the show I had your older brother Nico on last month so I'm completing the young family with you two both on the show so how are you guys doing tonight? I'm Good, doing thank you. great <laughs> thank you for having us Okay, so yeah, thanks. This is fun. Yeah, so I sent you guys out a text earlier this week. We're gonna play a little game of trivia just to get things started out. Do a nice little icebreaker, and I want to basically how I'm gonna have this happen is I'm gonna ask Lex to respond what he thinks Leo answered, and Leo to respond what he thinks Lex answered. And I have seven questions. They shouldn't be too hard, but they shouldn't be too easy. And we'll see who comes out on top. So, so the first question I sent to you guys is, so Lex, what do you think Leo's favorite training shoe is? Hmm. I think I think Leo probably said the Nike Zoom Fly 4. Yep. Either that or the Pegasus, but I'm going with the Zoom Fly 4. Okay, you got that right. Uh, Leo, what do you think Lex's favorite training shoe is? Probably said the Pegasus. Uh, that's wrong. He said the Nike Zoom Fly 4. So Lex off to a hot really? start. Um, yeah, I said that, so you guys have the same answer. Okay, Lex, what do you think Leo's favorite is, cross country or track? I, I think he probably said cross country. That is correct. Well, let me see. I let me see. I didn't get that wrong. Yes, that is correct. Um, Leo, wh- what do you think Lex is uh, like he, more, cross country or track? He definitely said cross country. Yep. There you go. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, Lex, what do you think uh, Leo's favorite color is? That's tough. I think he probably. I think he. I think he said blue. Yeah, he said navy blue, but we'll we'll give you that point. Um, oh yeah. That's very specific, so I'll give you blue. Uh, yeah. Leo, what do you think Lex's favorite color is? Um, green. Uh, he said red, <laughs> so too wrong for you. 
Oh, that makes sense. I guess I don't know Lex very well. <laughs> well, the, yeah. the, the point of this is to find out which twin knows the other one, right? So, or the other one better. So we're getting, we're getting a taste of that. Um, Lex, what do you think Leo's favorite band is or artist? Ah, uh, I think if you're saying, because when I read the question, I interpreted it as, or I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm going to say he said Mac Miller. He said Frank Ocean. So you got your first oh, one wrong. No. Um, Leo, what do you think Lex answered for favorite band? Cuddy. Oh, wait, wait, no, no. He, he probably said a band, in which case, say, um, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, nice, nice catch. You <laughs> caught yourself, and that is correct. So, so far, uh... You did give it away, Lex. <laughs> yeah, I know, I realized that. So, so far, Lex <laughs> has gotten one wrong, and Leo has gotten two wrong, so we're g- close going into the home stretch. Uh, Lex, what do you think Leo answered for favorite food? I think he probably said Portuguese steaks. Okay, for what it's worth, there's absolutely no way no one, like anyone, would have been able to guess Leo's answer. In fact, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation. He said paneer masala with samosas and chutney on the side. So I don't blame you at all for getting that one wrong. That's pretty complex. It's almost like Leo... It's almost it's almost like Leo knew what I was going to ask and tried making it yeah. as complex as possible. Oh my gosh. Since when is that your favorite food? <laughs> I've just been really liking paneer lately. Oh, so I was like, gosh. Yes. Okay, um, Leo, what do you think Lex answered for favorite food? Did he say tri-tip? He said homemade pasta. So... You got three wrong, and Lex got two wrong. We have two yeah. questions left, so you can still win this thing. Okay, Lex, what do you think Leo answered for... Uh, are you a morning person or night person? Morning. That is correct. So now, yes. Leo, you have to uh, get both of these right. Leo, do you think uh, Lex answered, are you a morning or night person? Um, Lex is morning. Okay, that is also correct. Final question for you, Lex. Um, what do you think Leo's least favorite school subject is? I'm going to go with English. That is correct. You sealed the win. But nonetheless, uh, for kicks, for kicks, Leo, what do you think uh, Lex's least favorite school subject is? If he didn't say English, he's lying. Uh, it is English as well. So I think you guys both know each other pretty well. You answered pretty pretty well. And when you're throwing out weird food like that, I don't blame you for getting that wrong. <laughs> but that was definitely yeah. fun. So I guess Lex knows Leo more than Leo knows Lex. So there's our little icebreaker. Let's get into some fun, more serious uh, running-related questions. How did you both get your start in running? And additionally, what were your first impressions of the sport? Running for us started in first grade, so we we had always seen Nico running because he started like a couple years before us. So we'd go to the meets and we'd always watch his races. And for us, it was more like just we weren't old enough. We just felt left out. You know, we wanted to be out there on the track racing. It just seemed fun. It seemed exciting. It seemed like a cool way to compete. So once once we were old enough, we just hopped right on and just joined the team and started going for it but it wasn't really like anything too serious we were really just going out there every saturday and just like battling it out with each other for the just for the fun of it but then in high school it really got serious that's when we started to really dedicate ourselves to the sport we never trained any more than i'd say like 10 12 miles a week until like high school like we were running like three days a week just like a couple miles like and just and like miles a week we were only a select few months of the year Oh like, yeah, that was only, only like, also like 
three months out of the year because <laughs> we played soccer like, for most May. of the year. Yeah, we were always playing soccer and like surfing and mountain biking and skateboarding. So it was really like just running was another thing that we just enjoyed doing that we had. Uh, we were somewhat good at in youth. Gotcha. Yeah, totally. So Lex, you mentioned having Nico as an older brother and him being into running. So naturally, that's what you guys wanted to do. Leo, maybe you want to answer this one as a follow up. What was it like having Nico as an older brother growing up? Um, And I was going to ask, are you both generally interested in what he was? But it seems that was the case. Um, I think, yeah, we definitely were. And like growing up with Nico, like we were for the most part, very, very close with him especially like when we were little like we would always play games together and spend a lot of time together i don't think it was until like and like he would run and we i think and that's obviously that's why we wanted to start running in the first place because we saw him doing track and we're like ooh, I, I, we're like i hate just sitting around this track me doing nothing i want to actually run so we wanted to do that and then um we were really close to him through like all of like i mean i'd say like all of growing up and especially his later years of high school, we started to get closer with him because we were going to be on the team. And I think he realized he was like, oh, wait, I'm going to be on the same team as these guys. I should hang out with them more. And I think seeing him perform like that when we really started to talk to him more was like really crazy. And I think having him as an older brother and watching him run was like the hugest influence for us because we were able to watch him go from someone who like as a freshman, he was kind of like, do I run or like, do I even like, he wanted to like try tennis or something. Like he wasn't really like, like he didn't know what he exactly wanted wanted to do, and he went from that to just working really hard and fully committing to running to like blowing our minds with like his performance. So that was a huge inspiration, and I think like that is like a huge reason why we're even like doing what we're doing today. It's just seeing that that was possible that we went for it. Mm-hmm, for sure. So what was the transition like from middle school where, as you guys lied out, you didn't really care too much about running and you only ran about three months out of the year to then transitioning into Sean's program at Newberry Park as freshman and then also like having Nico two years older than you start to tear up the scene as a junior? Um, uh, oh, You can go though. Okay. I think it was pretty smooth because like, the thing is, is like as freshmen, like we weren't really running that much. Like we were probably like our freshman summer, like or like going into it, like when we finished our eighth grade track season, we like we were like jogging like every other day because we knew we were gonna have to start running. So we were just going pretty relaxed and stuff. And then throughout the freshman summer, we were only doing like five miles a day and like a seven mile long run once a week. So we were our mileage was super low, it was super casual, nothing difficult. And the big thing about that was then it was a really easy transition because what we had was a really relaxed like training regimen, but we were able to train around all of the top guys where we could see what was going to happen without actually having to do it where we could like, I guess like get acclimated to the challenges before we had to face them. And we got to see like the training environment and all of this while things were still pretty relaxed. And I mean like throughout a freshman season and all of that, like we were still doing really hard workouts but just the volume was significantly less. Like if Nico was doing four mile repeats, we were doing like two and then an 800. Like it was very relaxed. So I'd say the transition, like it could not have been easier. And the mileage ramping that we've done over the couple years has been super smooth and very, very like, slowly paced. Mm -hmm. I know you guys have kind of both spoken of this already in this episode, but what has it been like and what was it like as freshmen being surrounded by such amazing guys to help push you to your goals as freshmen and then even currently as juniors help you reach some really, really big goals that you guys are aspiring to hit? I think it was 
really nice because it made us feel like we were part of something bigger than just ourselves because we weren't just because in youth it was really just a huge emphasis on the individual just focusing on like competing just for your own time and your own position so hopping into a team where you're just like a little freshman with all these big guys that are making a name for themselves it made you feel like you could really contribute to something that's going to be special and even if you're like even if you're not like necessarily like running like on varsity it's like you're still just you're part of something that's that was getting at the time just really getting it start and it was we all kind of had big hopes for it and it was just there nico and jace were just extremely great like mentors and just guys to have with you to show you the ropes because we really didn't know much about running. I didn't even really know there was much of a pro running scene until I was in high school. I didn't really follow the sport until then. So it was, it was pretty, there, it was a great team to join. Yeah. Along the lines of team culture as upperclassmen, now juniors and leaders on the team, how have you guys tried to foster a strong, a strong team culture on the Newbury park team? Um, that's definitely something that like I care a lot about. And I definitely, I try to do that as much as possible. Like, I don't know. I think culture is super important and culture on a team is something that like really needs to be like constantly like monitored. Otherwise like it can get out of hand or like it can like, it can fall off track. And I think for me, like I, I just try not to like, promote like, you know, stopping on runs. And I try to make sure I try to like encourage people to like sleep or eat good food or like take care of themselves and hydrate or like fun of people for working hard. Like, I think that's something that like when like that Nico really helped establish and obviously me and Lex and Colin and all the guys on the team try to like really fortify is that like on the team, like it's really cool to work hard, you know, like in, on some cross country teams, I feel like that can be like the biggest downfall is if like you're, is if like you get made fun of for like trying to work hard, like that shouldn't be like a bad thing. Like, and that's really important is that we try to set the precedent that, you know, like if you work really hard, like er- people will recognize that because like it's a good thing. And that's like a really big defining factor of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that response. I think that's something that a lot of people, a lot of outsiders don't realize. You, most people would think that if you work hard, you'll be rewarded for that hard work. But I think on a lot of high school teams, you can be an outlier for wanting to work hard. So I appreciate you shedding some light on that. Um Talking about your coach, anyone that follows you guys know you have one of the greatest high school coaches ever in Sean Brosnan, and he is your high school coach for maybe those who aren't as familiar. So I'm curious to hear, and maybe each of you could share one or two, and then the other brother could share one or two. What are the biggest lessons you learned yeah. from Sean during your years at Newberry Park so far? I would say that the biggest lesson I've learned from Sean is probably just, it's a really broad thing, but just to not be afraid to to really work hard in training because you can work like you can work really hard you can go really hard in the workout and still be okay as long as you make sure you're recovering like he always emphasizes like we train hard but we really focus on that recovery you know because like a lot of teams are afraid to go and do the difficult workouts and they kind of just save that hard effort for a race but i would argue that a lot of times our workouts are mentally and physically more straining than the races are but it's just that we know how to recover and we know and we have accepted that into like the kind of uh, culture of the team that if you want to be good and you want to make big gains and you want to improve, you got to be willing to put in that hard effort on those hard days. What he says, go to the well, you know, when you're digging really deep. Like I'd say like before running in high school for him, like when it came to like 
generally like with like soccer teams and stuff like that like I had a lot of trouble like just trusting in the coach you know what I mean like I had a there were a lot of, like I almost always hated the coach and disagreed with them and like got mad at them and like argued with them and stuff like that which is not something that like is definitely not ideal for training and the big thing that when I came to high school and that I learned from him and I think purely by seeing the results with Nico is that you just like when it comes to like you really need to make sure that you have a good athlete coach relationship for example like if I'm not feeling good I know I should tell Sean regardless of if it's beneficial to my training or not like like even if like if I feel bad like I need to tell him even if I'm afraid because it's like it's really important to have like an open honest coaching athlete relationship and I think that's I think that's like super key and I think the fact that like in high school I've just been fully trusting in my coach in the training and like if he tells me to run to do this even if like for some reason like I would not expect it or I don't see the point of it I still do it because it's like you just got to trust your coach and that's the biggest thing for me is I just I just do like exactly what he says because I think that's like so important is the trust yeah, for sure. One question I'm interested to hear your guys' response on is the outside world seems to put immense pressure on young stars, even specifically in a niche sport such as running. I feel like a lot of outside sources and websites and podcasts put a lot of expectation and pressure on you guys. So I'm curious to hear, how do you guys deal with this sort of pressure um, during training and racing and even everyday life? Because I'm sure it can take its toll if you don't approach it in the right way. Uh, well, there's like, definitely, like you said, there is a lot of pressure, a lot of people posting stuff, you know, about what they want to see, what they think will happen when we race. And it's exciting because it's cool having that kind of spotlight on you and knowing that everyone's watching and it, it's, we, we try and look at it in the positive way, you know, where it's people are watching, they want to show, let's put on a show. Like it's, I think that we perform pretty well under pressure, but, uh, I mean, at least personally for me, when I'm, when I'm trying to. I try and remember in those times when there's a lot of people like watching and there's a lot of uh, pressure on you that just, I try to remember why I'm running. You know, I started running my freshman year cause I enjoyed it and I wanted to push myself as hard as I can. So even today, you know, I try and just make sure that when I go out there, I step on the line, I'm not there to, I'm not there to necessarily like go for like, I'm not, I'm not trying to do something for the media. I'm just trying to, put my whole effort out there and enjoy it while I'm out there. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, like my point of view is like, I mean, like in general, like I'm like super busy. So I try to stay off my phone as much as I can, or at least I try to stay off like things that I think are like not super beneficial. So like if I can avoid being on Instagram all day, I, I'll try to do that. And like, I'm often not on Instagram that much, but like, I think for me is just like, all the positive support and we get a lot of that through the youtube channel and that's the primary source where i see that stuff like i even if i can't respond i read like every single comment and it's incredible to read everything that people say but like i feel like on instagram and sites and especially it seems like like a lot of the news services like the comment sections like people like to go crazy and not always in a good way and i just i try to completely ignore that stuff because at the end of the day it just doesn't matter you know and i'm always very very, always very focused with a lot of different things like my training my school my you know social life and stuff like that and like making the youtube channels that i just try not to allow room to let anything negative affect me like that and i just try to focus on the positive things that would really influence my training mm -hmm. 
Um, someone asked this in the listener questions, which we will get to in a little bit. Um, but I'm, you know, I was going to ask this question anyway, so it lines up well. And they were wondering, and I am as well, how do you guys deal with the rigorous demands of academics? Because I know you guys take your academic uh, side seriously, along with the big challenges of trying to train and race at a high level. So you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. Um, Lex and I, we I work very hard in school and I'd say we're both fairly smart and we do, I'd say we do study a little bit, but honestly, I think that the fact that we run so much is like a huge advantage to us because it forces us to get to bed early. And from what I've learned, like sleep is super important to retaining knowledge Mm -hmm. that you learn in school while, so like, I know, I know a lot of kids that are like, you know, working really, really hard in school and like doing like all of the programs that, and they're not athletic. And as a result of that, they have, a, they have the time to stay up really late studying. And I almost don't know if that helps. Like, I think getting a lot of sleep is super key. And I think that I think that's a big thing. And in general, it's just having the attitude that, like, you can. I only have so much time in a day to apply to school. So I'm just going to give it my all and get what I get. And I think that attitude allows me to just, when I'm working at school, for school, I'm really working for the school and I try not to get distracted. And when I'm running, I'm really running. I'm not, like, getting distracted. And it allows me to have like a life where like I'm if I'm focused on something, I'm really focused on it. And I think that like the fact that I have those two things allows me to do both of them at a higher level, especially my running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is going to seem like a generic question, but I want to ask it. Just how special is it to be twins and go through life experiences, whether it be running or high school or other things together and go through this life together? I think it's super awesome because you always have someone by your side that you can talk to and that if you have a question, you need advice, you need someone to hold you accountable, you know, it's just a great companion uh, to go through life with. I think it pretty much goes along the lines with Flex, but I mean, like, it's just really nice having, like, you pretty much, like, always have, like, a friend or someone to, like, confide in, and when we're doing things, like, I I can always talk to him about it, always get his advice, especially, like, for me, like, when school's hard, because it seems like Lex always gets things way easier. In school. <laughs> like I can just, I can always ask him for help, which is like super helpful because like, I don't know, like for me, I always get stressed because it's like, for me, it feels like, oh, Lex, he gets the concepts easier and he doesn't study as much. So like I have to study more and it's harder for me to do it. So I'm like, whoa. So when I have his help, it makes it so much better and it just makes everything feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about the media and how they hype up these young stars a lot. And you guys certainly know, being a part of the program, Newberry Park has been at the forefront of like running media really since your brother Nico came through the program and started smashing records. And when you guys won NXN, I feel like that's when Newberry Park started to get talked about in the news all the time. And I think there's a lot of floating misconceptions about the program, about how Sean coaches you guys, about how you guys train. So I would love for you guys to kind of bat down some of these misconceptions so my question is what do you think are the biggest misconceptions people have about the Newberry Park program I think the biggest one right off the bat is that they say we overtrain, which is definitely not true just because like we we only run like we're we're running like 60 miles a week I've never touched I know I don't think I've ever gone above like 65 or something miles a week and it's just like that's not that much I mean compared to like a college program, a lot of college programs are going like 90, 100, 110. So, but I think 60 is pretty, pretty average for like a, 
a, a serious high school program that's trying to get good results, you know, mm -hmm. and we don't, we do what we don't train. We train smart, you know, we're not, we're, we do all the miles are well thought out. We do it with purpose. We're not doing any unnecessary running. You know, we're only doing stuff that's going to make us better. Mm -hmm. Okay. One of my last questions on a running front, and then we'll get into some LNL talk is what are some things you both want to accomplish before your high school career is over? Ooh, um, I think for me, like, I definitely wanted to break four this year, but I think that'll end up being next year. Um, I want to, I want to be like really on the forefront of another national championship team next year. Like, I'm, like with Colin gone, I think Lex, me, Lex, and Aaron will really have to work together and have and sort of take up Colin's leading role to like guide the team to that point. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I just, I really want to like, I kind of want, I really want to experience a fun indoor racing season because I kind of only got to do the four by mile this year. Mm -hmm. Lex, what about you? I really just want to, I want to continue racing as hard as I can. I want to see how far, I mean, how fast I can get my times, you know, how far I can push those PRs down. I would love to, I would love to break uh, 15 or sorry, break 14 in the 5k. I'll have a, a chance for that this Friday. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, and then I think next season in track or cross country at some point, I would love to get some sort of individual like title or record or something. Cause I've always come in like second or third. I think it would be cool to try and uh, go for like the win in one of these races. Yeah, totally. Speaking of one of those races where you guys smashed a record, but unfortunately had to be behind your teammate Colin, you guys both broke the U.S. Um, high school national 5K record uh, across country where you both ran under 1410 to break the previous record. What was that race like at running lane where you guys both individually ran so well, but then your team as well um, did some amazing things? So can you take us through that race and just how special that was to you both individually and then as a program? Lex, do you want to do this one? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, that race was amazing. It was it was in place of NXN because NXN got canceled, and we were really just like, we were all confused. We are kind of sad, you know, like the national championship. Like, that's what we've been training for. But then luckily, these guys, Sean with some other guys, they were able to put together this amazing meet and really just, they all came, everyone came together and made it so special. And flying out to Alabama, it's a place that they had an amazing course. That course is... Uh, it's incredible. It's wide, wide turns, you know, they've nice matted down grass, hard ground. It's little hills, but not like brutal, just like rolling. And it was just the environment there was amazing. The amount of spectators and the weather was a little bit uh, not, not, not ideal, but I think that just added to it, making it a little bit more grueling. But, and see, well, coming in one, two, three was that was just an experience of its own. It was incredible just because I've never seen that before. And I was, I was in, I was in awe that we were able to do that because I mean, those guys, there's some really, really fast guys in that race and they're pushing us all throughout it all the way up until like that last 800 meters. And so being able to kind of execute on that Milo and Colin and Aaron, that was just like, it was incredible for the team and it's definitely a race I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. Um, last question on the running front, Leo, maybe you could go first and then Lex, you can follow yeah. up. What are the biggest lessons running has taught you so far in your life? 
Um, I think a huge lesson running has taught me is like, I guess like the huge reasons why you should attack what you do with your full effort and you shouldn't just like give it the half effort because like for me like running like i the like since i got into high school like i just completely went at it with everything i had and i mean like lex can tell you like i just like i never wanted to miss a run i never wanted to do this or miss that and i mean he was the same way but like i think for me like i just gave it everything i had and worked at it as hard as i can and like it just showed me that like if i really really work at something and I'm also really enjoying it, like, it will be worth it, and the results will pay off, like, it's, like, and that's definitely, like, followed me through to, like, everything else, like, through school and all of that stuff, like, I just, like, if I'm, I just really try to attack something head on, like, um, if I need to do well in a test, I'm just going to study really hard and not make any excuses and just go for it, or if I'm, like, doing, like, yard labor or something, like, I'm going to work hard and get the job done, and, it's just like that's really dictated my work ethic over the past couple of years. And it's made me like develop, I think, like a work ethic that I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Lex, what's your answer to that question? I definitely agree with Leo that the work ethic is uh, is definitely uh, very center in running. And I've learned a lot about that. But I would say a big thing for me would just be the structure of that running provides in life just having that kind of daily ritual of going for a run i think it's it's huge i think especially over quarantine when we weren't really able to do much else and i kind of just being able to go for my run just in the middle of the day was just it's it's really nice and it's kind of been ingrained into my life i can't really imagine a life without some sort of like daily exercise like that and i know it's something i'm going to continue to do for the rest of my life whether it's running or some other form of exercise i'm definitely going to keep that structure because i think it it helps with just immensely just all around in your lifestyle whether it's like mental health or your physical like just like you know your eating just i think all around i just there's a lot of benefit to that structure that running provides yeah i couldn't agree anymore for those who don't know you guys from running Wicked Fast Times, uh, other people might know you from your pretty popular YouTube channel called LNL. So I would love to dive into your YouTube channel now. First question, just to kickstart things, when did you guys first get the idea of starting a YouTube channel? Um, well, technically, our YouTube channel has been around since like, I, I mean, I could look it up, but I think it's been around since like 2016 because we were just making like little fun videos because really like the idea of starting a YouTube channel was simply looking for a form or like an excuse to use the camera because we really enjoyed using cameras. So we were doing that and then event and we were just making videos for fun and slowly getting like more competent, like with a camera. And then eventually we we're like, wait, we should apply this to running because like, cause like we made like one vlog for like a race and like people, and it did significantly better than other videos. And we were like, wait, people actually like this. So then we started applying it to running. And then we were kind of like, wait, this would be really, this would be like a really fun thing to do if we just did it more and really focused it towards running. So it's been a slow process and a slow development. Mm-hmm. How cool has it been to docu- document your high school career? And then additionally with that, reach a large audience. I think you guys are up to 20,000 YouTube subscribers, which is so, so awesome. Oh, it's huge. It's, it's, it's like Leo said, we just love the filming and the editing process. So to have people who actually want to watch the video, the videos is, is huge. Cause it's just extra motivation to go out there and film and do what we love. And it's, 
and it's also amazing just listening to what the people have to say, you know, meeting them at meets or seeing their comments and just talking to them. There's, it's a really great community that I'm happy we've gotten the chance to help build. Uh, is there a particular video that you guys have made that has been a favorite of yours? I think uh, that's hard to say. There's been so many videos that I've had a lot of fun on. One video that I think we worked on particularly hard was a long time ago. We made a video about Nico's like high school career that we worked really hard on. And that video I'm particularly proud of. It uh, It's really old. I'm looking at it right now. It's from September 20th of tw- or September 30th of 2020. So it's really old, but that was a fun video. And I think that one we really approached with a very strict like mindset of like, we want this and that and that. And we had a very strict form for it of what we wanted. So that was a really fun video as far as the filmmaking approach. Mm-hmm. It's funny you mentioned that specific video. I personally watch a lot of running YouTube, just being a fan of running, obviously. And then also like trying to keep up to date with like podcast guests and, and people like that. So it's funny you say that because that video popped up on my recommended videos way back when, as you were saying, it co- it came out a little while ago. And I remember watching it and being like, no way, Lex and Leo have a YouTube channel. And then watching the video being extraordinarily impressed. And then like going to your uh, like new videos. And I was like, man, they should really start coming out with running videos because you guys hadn't really up until that point. And then of course, you started to come out with stuff over the coming months so it's funny you mentioned that particular video i'm curious to see or i'm curious to hear and i'm sure many people who watch your videos are as well because for those who haven't and i'll leave a link to your channel in the show notes for anyone who hasn't uh seen it before but your videos are like super crisp it's almost like you have a professional you know behind behind the camera and doing the editing and all of that you can clearly tell that you guys spend a lot of uh, time and effort into your videos which is super awesome to see they're super professional so because of that i'm curious to hear what are the logistics behind your videos and with the two of you behind the channel who does what from the filming to the editing um the process the process usually starts with me shooting the video um i do most of like the camera work sometimes it kind of sucks because like we'll be racing and stuff so i have to hand it over which i hate doing because it's like not because i don't trust other people to film but just because i enjoy it so much Mm -hmm. um lex typically shoots with the gopro more just because that's his camera and then when we finish with like all the shooting stuff i um i'll usually like import all the footage and catalog it and then i'll color grade it and then lex you want to take this next part yeah so leo will color grade it in davinci resolve and export all those clips individually and then i take all those nicely colored clips and throw them in final cut pro by apple so that's where we do all the major like all the composition all the final editing it goes in there but then there's also a lot of other stuff that happens in apple motion 5 which is a motion graphics software from apple that uh is great for making all the titles because I, I like to do as much of the video as we can, like, or like we like to do, you know, like I, I don't like using like title packs or like already built in stuff. I like to make all the stuff my own just so I can, you know, there's a little bit of pride, but also just personalization. So every graphic, every title you see in the video was made by me on that software. And then also, uh, well, let's see, then we export everything. So we export the final video on final cut and that's after probably around like 
depending on the video, like anywhere from like four to like seven hours of editing. So they can take longer, they can take shorter, but it's always a fair bit of time, a fair bit of hours going into it. And then from there, it goes to Leo with all the kind of post-processing, you could say, with uploading to YouTube, writing the description, uh, Photoshopping the thumbnail, all of that is up to Leo. So yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah. one one question I'm curious to hear because obviously your channel has grown immensely in the past year and continues to do so with every video. I think I looked at like your most popular video and it has over a hundred thousand views. And then as I mentioned before, you have twenty thousand subscribers. Uh, so I'm curious to hear what are your future plans for the channel and what are some dreams you guys have down the road for this channel. Hmm. Uh what do you say what are our, what are our goals for the channel yeah like what are your goals and um like things you want to do in the future with the channel i think for us it's like we the biggest thing is we want to make sure that we keep this that we really stay in touch with why we want to make the channel which is to have the fun of making the videos and to create sort of like a portal from our lives to everyone who wants to watch like newberry park xe and like us specifically like run and train and stuff and we want to keep it really authentic so i think like the goal for the channel would be to try to keep the same approach but try to slowly make better videos and further um define our own creative style when it comes to the videos and i think like i guess we do want to i mean we would like to expand and make some sort of like merch or something else because like i think that's pretty cool and i would love to design like a dope shirt but we don't really have strict plans with it. I mean, I'd love to continue it into college and stuff. So I guess we'll just have to yeah. see, you know? Well, I mean, I would say on the short term, I'm super stoked for this big bear because we've got a lot of uh, videos that we're hoping to make. We want to make a lot. Like we, I think one of the weeks we said that we wanted to try and do a daily vlog for a week. Oh, that's awesome. Like, it'd be really hard on the production side, but we thought maybe just grind it out for a week and just see how many, if we can really stick to it and get the seven videos out. But yeah, Big Bear is always fun just because you have a lot of free time and it's a great, uh, it's just a great chance to make some fun content. It's always exciting. Mm -hmm. Do you guys plan on continuing the YouTube channel when you go off to college? I think that would absolutely be the intent. Like, the thing is, is like for me, like YouTube, it's a great mechanism for like relieving stress going into a race. And while at the same time, keeping me really focused because when I make it, when we make a YouTube video about the race, um, not only are we focused on making the YouTube video, so we're kind of like not as worried about the race, but because we're making the YouTube video about our running stuff, it makes it so we're very focused on doing physical and like the the aspects of it really seriously. So, you know, set a good example for the camera and all that kind of stuff that for me, it's like a, it's super, super handy when trying to keep myself good before a race. So I think like as like a utility in that sense, I really, really want to continue it. And also people really, really seem to enjoy watching the videos. So it's like, I would absolutely love to keep making the videos for them. And it can provide a decent like little side hustle. You know, we can go out to lunch with our friends once in a while and stuff like that. And like, I don't know, I think I would, I don't, I, I feel like something would have to go. I have to have a serious reason not to do it or just a sheer lack of time to not continue it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd say as long as it stays like fun and we are enjoying the production, I don't see why we would stop. 
For sure. Okay, guys, it has been a pleasure having this conversation with you, and I'm sure we could dive into so many more of these subjects, and I will definitely have to get you guys back on the podcast. But for the sake of time, let's go through some listener questions. I like to end off each episode with a segment I call Rapid Fire Questions, also known as the Going to the Well segment. Normally, I write my own questions for this, quick, fun questions, but instead for this episode, I decided to put out a poll on Instagram, um, and you guys reshared that, which meant I got literally over like a hundred questions, which we will not go through all of those. And many of those are um, not necessarily normal questions. So um, let's go through some of these right now. So the one of the first questions that I like is what is your guys's favorite cereal? Ooh, uh, mine, I don't really eat cereal often, but if I had to pick, I would say it's the Trader Joe's Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, Trader Joe's Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, this person also asked, and by the way, this person is my friend, so he intentionally asked some funny questions. He said, hair tutorial with about, like, 20 question marks. <laughs> uh, for me or Leo? Uh, it could be either one. Whoever wants to answer these is totally fine. Uh, well, actually, I get asked a lot about a hair tutorial, so I'll just go ahead. Uh, I just... I've gone, I've done a lot of different things with my hair, just like trying to get it to look how I want. And currently what I'm doing is I actually haven't been putting any product in my hair at all. I kind of just shower it, wash it like every couple of days and just let it be when I'm, and it just looks how I want it to look. Leo, a question for you on hair that uh, another person asked. Uh, I got a lot of questions on your guys' hair, so I guess it's popular. This person asked, why does Leo have shorter hair than Lex? I think I don't think there's any reason for it. I used to have longer hair than him. There was a while when like my hair was like much, much longer and his hair was much shorter. But I think for me, like I guess I just kind of vibed with the shorter hair a little bit more. It's just been like the style that I guess I preferred. And really, it's just like there's no world where I'd want the exact same haircut as Lex just because I already get enough people like saying, oh, you're the same person and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't I don't need to provoke that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another one of the questions was, in your opinion, which state outside of California has the most distance talent? Oh, uh. <laughs> there are 49 other states. so I know it's tough. Yeah. I feel like it's so often like Colorado or something. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say Colorado. Totally. I'm sure that comes with the altitude as well. I feel like, yeah, those athletes are always always running fast and always prepared. And also, I'm a a believer in altitude conversions. I'm sure you guys are with Nico as your brother running in the dome. Um, But like... It also on those courses they get massive altitude conversions which i totally believe in but it's like you know they run some crazy fast time and then you don't even realize that it's like you chop off another 30 seconds because it was at altitude yeah. so yeah that's a oh, yeah. that's a good answer um uh bare knuckle boxing who wins neither of us <laughs> we've gone we've boxed with like real gloves before the problem is neither of us will let the other one win we'll keep going you we'd have to literally knock each the other one out in order to when yeah i don't think there would be any surrendering like i think if we were actually like doing bare knuckle bonds boxing i would sooner be unconscious than surrender <laughs> yeah same definitely someone needs to quote that i love that um uh another question was and i like this one what does your daily routine look like normal day where we have morning practice which is typically monday wednesday and friday um i wake up exactly at 5 a.m I try to get out of bed as fast as possible. I hate it if I'm lingering in bed for more than like two minutes. So then I'll brush and get 
somewhat cleaned up, you know, and then I wake up Lex, he brushes and then he showers then and I'll make us breakfast, which is usually something really simple, like eggs, maybe the accompaniment of a waffle or something. And then we'll, we'll just get everything ready for the day. And then we'll try to shoot out around 5.50 and get to school in time for our 6.15 morning practice, which is usually really relaxed. We, it's not like anything rigorous. We're just doing some like basic bands and ankle weights, that kind of stuff. And maybe we'll go for like a three mile double. And um, that occurs. And then after that, I like to shower in the locker rooms since I don't shower right when I wake up and Lex showers right when he wakes up. And then um, we go to class. Sometimes we have more time before less time. But usually we have at least like 25, 20 minutes before class to hang out and chat. And our classes start at 8.05. And we have three really long classes that allows us to finish school at 2.05, in which case we'll go to practice which starts at 2.30, and that usually doesn't last too long. We'll, if it's a workout, we'll do the warm-up and do the workout and the cool-down and that stuff. If it's a run, we'll just stretch and go for the run and then, you know, go home. So, like, the, the range of when practices can range from, like, 2.30 to, like, 4 to, like, 2.30 to, like, 5-something. I mean, there's been times where, like, practice has gone so long we leave the school at, like, 6. But, um, yeah, and then when we get home, it's I'll maybe chat with my mom for a little bit because i don't know she's still probably be making dinner and then um we'll get re we'll really quickly try to jump on the homework grind and take a shower get cleaned up and just start doing all of our homework and studying so we can grind that out in time to get to bed but we always eat dinner with our family well, at least with our parents because nico's gone at college so we'll eat dinner with um our mom and our dad and chat with them and that usually takes a bit because we like to chat for a while and then we try to get to bed at a fairly good time. If we if we're really free on time in the evenings, we love to watch like an episode of Modern Family, um, just because we love that show. But uh, that's usually what a typical day looks like. And we just go to bed and we try to get as much rest as possible. I think be our bedtime. If we have morning practice tonight, the next day, I try to get in bed before nine. If we don't, I have a little bit more time, but I still try to get to bed around a similar time. Gotcha. Okay, a few more questions before I let you guys go. When you were younger, was there any sibling rivalry? Oh, definitely. We always, I think we've always been very competitive just between the three of us. Uh, probably more so between me and Leo, but yeah, everything we do, or at least most things we do, are some in some way a competition. Ryan asks, what is the hardest race you have ever run? Uh, that's really tough. I don't know. I feel like workouts are always so much harder than races that I don't usually think about races as being like the hardest thing I've ever done. What about you, Lex? Yeah, actually, that's a good point you bring up. I think the workouts have honestly been more challenging than the races because the races, it's like, it's actually like really fun. And like afterwards, it's just like, I mean, it's really exciting where it's the workouts. It's like really just grueling mentally. And it's, so I'd say the workouts have probably been the hardest. Maybe like, I think we did three by two K once then like cross. That was the really grueling workout. Like yeah. At like five K race space. I think like the workouts for me are usually like, there's even if I look at like the heart, like really hard races I've done, I can always so easily find a workout that was harder. But like, I would definitely say the workouts. Like remember that one workout we did when, we were on a grass field and it was like a 400 meter loop. So it was like super redundant and like super uneven and the, set, and the grass was super deep and we were doing mile repeats, but Sean had measured the course. So then we actually were going farther 
So then when he was yelling our splits, we thought we were running really slow. So then we started running <laughs> faster. And then by the end, like we were splitting like 425 or something during our mile repeats in like the really deep grass. Uh, if uh, I'm not probably warfare. harder than races. <laughs> I said that was psychological warfare. If I'm not mistaken, was. wasn't it a YouTube video you guys put out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was that one. Yeah, people can go out and watch that. So make sure you guys like that video and subscribe to LNL. Uh, another question Cameron had was, "Are you guys ever gonna make merch?" Definitely, definitely, we want to make merch. It's just a matter of when, because we have, like we've mentioned earlier, we're we're very busy, but we want to make some because we both love cool clothing, and I think we could make some pretty dope looking stuff. So it's just a matter of when we can get those ideas to reality and. But when we do, everyone who subscribes to the channel will know. They will uh, see it. We'll wear it. We'll show them, and they'll have the opportunity to purchase it. Awesome. Okay, Jaden asks, what sets them apart from other athletes? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we're like too much. I don't think we're very much different than. You mean like other athletes like in running or like other athletes that we see like around the school? You know, I don't have Jaden's intent with the question, so I just read it as is. So I guess you can approach it from however, what perspective you want to approach it from. Yeah, because I guess like, I mean, like if I'm looking, I don't really, I don't know enough other athletes like outside of running to say that set us apart. I really would just say like probably the fact, I would say a lot of it is like the coaching because I think there's so many other athletes that give everything to the sport. But I think as far as like running at the like like or other athletes in general at our school, I think a lot of our different like athletic programs like I guess like a lot like a lot of kids they don't really they don't really care that much. So it's a lot of it is like our cross country team at our school like really 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 dedicates themselves to working hard versus a lot of programs are kind of like oh like they're like they they don't they're just not as like committed to it. Like for them, it would be like very outlandish if they were to like make it out of league. Mm -hmm. So, like, they have, like, a different mindset coming into things. For sure. Christina asks, who is your running crush? Huh. Hmm. Lex? Probably, like, Sydney McLaughlin. <laughs> Leo, do you have an I answer? At the, at the moment, I don't really have one. <laughs> That is totally fine. I was just going to ask the question because I, uh, yeah. I got that question a few times. Okay, two more. One from another Instagram question, and then I'll ask my own rapid-fire question. Uh, the last question from the Instagram poll is, I've run 340, <laughs> 341 in a mile. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> I want to meet whoever put that in because I need yeah. your autograph or something. Okay, and then my rapid-fire question to close off this already amazing episode, and this is one of my favorite rapid-fire questions I like to ask guests, is if you had Gordon Ramsay coming over for dinner, what would you choose to make for him? And let's say you guys are both on the same team cooking with each other. What dish would you prepare for Gordon Ramsay? Lex, I would say lasagna. Lasagna? Oh, no, I'd make homemade pasta. But, I mean, I guess they're very similar, but... Or I think that we can make some pretty steaks. good darn or Portuguese lasagna steaks, would be but better. I would say lasagna would be better. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, sure. You can do lasagna. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing homemade pasta with like, and I'd make like, I'd make a Alfredo sauce. I'd make a pesto sauce and a meat sauce, and I would 
give him a little bit of each. That well, way he has a little variation. Well, Gordon, if you're listening to this, you can contact me and my associates for Leo and Lex's info so you can set this up and eat their Portuguese steaks, lasagna, and homemade pasta all at once. <laughs> on a serious note, Lex and Leo, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to come on the show. I know you guys are busy. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show, and I wish you all the best in your season and uh, everything with L and L and everything in life. So thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Running Effect. If you enjoyed it as much as I did, please like, subscribe, and share to help us out. It would really mean a lot. Make sure you turn on the notification bell and subscribe to the show so that you get upcoming podcasts that will be coming your way shortly. With that being said, God bless you all.